Chrissy, where's my... Oh. Are we on? We're on! We're oh, on. Game. I couldn't see you because I've got my glasses on. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> I couldn't see you counting there. Oh, there you are. <laughs> oh, you look so much nicer. Um, so, yeah, hi, guys. Um, chapter 16 today. I can't believe it. It's like we're just saying about... I don't know. The world's gone a bit crazy. Time has gone by very, very quickly. And we... Um, you know, we've been having a little bit of time of reflect. I feel like, I feel like I should be talking a kind of a, a therapist's kind of voice um, today because we're uh, we're going to be talking about well reflection, I suppose, on how how things have gone for us really probably in the last year because um, a lot of stuffs happened to all of us and you know the good things led to to this podcast starting obviously and um, and here we are today. So I've. Um, yeah, I've had a, uh, I've had ups and downs. I've, I've had sort of panic um, that I've only got four weeks of this left, uh, which to some people is going to sound completely and utterly bizarre. Um, you know, I've had uh, a lot of time to, you know, really kind of like talk to my clients, my friends, family, um, who have nothing to do with the fitness industry at all, uh, and it's quite interesting to talk to them and and about their their nervousness about things going back to normal there uh you know they're still concerned about meeting certain family members traveling um you know worried about going on holiday and so you know it's not all uh, and it's okay that it's not all about being very very excited and you know i can't wait to um go to the pub again or i can't wait to uh, go to the cinema and, and and sort of all those normal things that i know people um, are very excited to go back to um, but also you know I think it would be very naive of us three um, you know to not say that we are also very aware that not everybody feels like that mm-hmm. um, I've had a couple of incidents just be, both, both have been on buses and the change in behavior on the bus even made me feel stressed out you know the noise of school children who were all bunched together at the back of the bus and making lots and lots of noise that concerns me, you know, um, because the rules haven't been lifted yet. Um, you know, the second bus ride was a, a packed bus, first time in probably five months I've seen it, um, where everyone was staring at you and you get on all with masks on, and it's really quite intimidating. Um, whereas sort of like going back a year ago, um, if you got on a bus, you know, you would get a smile, uh, you'd get someone say, hi, do you want to sit here? or there'd be some sort of communication. It almost seemed quite weird. It was just weird and it wasn't very comfortable. Um, So it's just, I think, just to sort of let people know that we, yes, with us being part of the industry, of course we're we're excited about, you know, the gyms opening and and being able to train outside and on proper outdoor gyms and stuff like that again and and teach classes if if that's what we do. But um, at the same time, you know, we are fully supportive of people who don't feel like that. And it's okay not to feel like that. Um, you mm. don't have to be running around super excited. So, um, you know, just just be kind to yourself. I'm, I know that um, <clears throat> I've just been sort of saying that that's kind of what I've done. I've decided to kind of step back a little bit and stop giving myself a 12th of April deadline. Um, so what I have done is I've, if I train, I train. If I don't, I don't. But I have, I'm concentrating on, my Pilates course now so that I've got another two weeks till my assessment 
and to be honest, I actually like doing Pilates. So it's actually helped me uh, from a physiological point of view anyway, with a lot of my aches and pains, which have now disappeared. So um, I'm already seeing the benefits to myself. So I actually am quite excited about um, working with my clients and with um, classes to do it. So uh, I've kind of got my head around it now. It's a paperwork thing. I just get a bit, um, a bit stupid about that sort of stuff. Um, and I'm just going to, yeah, go with the flow. Uh, I'm back doing meditation again and uh, just trying to relax into not feeling guilty about doing stuff that aren't part of a four-week plan. So <laughs> I think, it, and to be honest, I feel like a massive weight's been lifted off my shoulders. So I know it's the right thing. So, but yeah, so reflection, yeah, there's been a lot. It, it, it's been rock, rocky. I'm not going to uh, deny that, especially this lockdown has been rocky for me. Um but I have realized that I put too much pressure on myself to be a certain way, uh, a certain person, um, and to get certain things done that really I'm starting to see aren't important. Um, especially regarding my role as a coach, the, you know, the feedback I've got from my clients when we've been, we've got through a pretty harsh winter together, you know, we've been out in minus one. I think the worst was minus three with a sleety rain uh, when we actually had to give up after 40 minutes because I don't think either of us could feel our bodies anymore. Um, but we still made it, you know? Um, and I just think it, at the end of the day, uh, it just goes to prove that it's not about, uh, your role as a coach is not about what you look like. Um, it's not about whether you've put on some weight or, or body fat because you've been on lockdown. At the end of the day, you show up um, you listen to your clients and you you get them through uh, what can sometimes be against really harsh conditions. You get them through that training and they feel great afterwards. And um, one of the, uh, before I pass on to the boys, one of the bits of feedback I've got this week, so simple, um, was basically, uh, she said, you just get it. And that to me, those, those uh, four words mean more to me, um, you know, from everything that's gone on. I mean, I, I, you know, I gave my job up on 24th of July, taught my first class on the 25th. And that was my big break into the fitness world. Then I've had three lockdowns. <laughs> so so I, 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 it's, it's been such a rocky road to get where I am, but you know what, it, it to get told that uh, when you haven't really had a chance to actually do this um, mm. and have, you know, six, seven people just stick with you um, right the way through all these ups and downs. Um, they're the sort of thing, that's, I'm going to remember that. Um, so that's my little, from let's say from today, that's my little base I'm going to grow from. Mm. Um, because I can only get it more, the more I learn. So, um, so I'm going to pass over to the guys, because I know that you've both been reflecting on, on your past year as well. I'd, I'd like you to share it with everyone, if you, if you don't mind. Yeah, I mean, as we were saying before in the in the the call that we had before, which is kind of like our semi therapy session, you know. And um, for me, I mean, anybody who has known me for a long time or knows me well, um, the first thing they'd say probably about me is like the energy this guy has, like the like just it's almost like manic um, behavior where you know just up a crack of door i mean way before the crack of dawn and we'll just keep going keep going and this like internal desire to always be achieving always be doing something um 
nothing was ever good enough. I wanted more. I always wanted more. And, and I, and I think I've spent this last lockdown, lockdown three, especially like analyzing why that is. And I made big changes in my life over the last year. You know, I spent the last 11 years out in the States playing tennis and then going into the business world and, and, and running, you know, businesses and stuff. And I think over the last 11 years, I've almost been groomed to think that way, but it also fed into my personality, which is someone who does want to achieve things. That's why I was an athlete. That's why you know, I, I was pretty successful as an athlete is because I always was desiring to get better and to learn and whatever. And I think what I've realized over the last few few months that we've been in this lockdown is that although I have the ability to get up first and, and be the last person there and, and work harder than the average person, my priorities of where I put that energy have changed. You know, it's, it's no longer the career is the only way I want, the only reason that I have that energy. It's now that I want personal relationships to, to flourish. I want um, my self happiness to flourish. I want to, put that kind of energy back into people that you know have are important to me rather than just you know what my role in a company is or what my bank balance says or um you know what people perceive of my work ethic you know i think it's it's been a fantastic time for me to slow down and go i have i have skill sets that i'm very proud of but i need to manage them better and not let one aspect of my life considerably overwhelm the other aspects of my life that ultimately, when you take a step back, are more important, you know, like the relationships we build with people and the connections we have with loved ones and this and the self-worth that you feel that's not connected to anything like a career or a physique or anything like that yeah. is way more important than how much money you make in your lifetime and what role you have in a company and i think it's it's been a it's been a it's been a really really enlightening experience of just being able to spend time developing that and like i think i said to the guys like i'm very stubborn and i will i and i will just if i set my mind to something i will i will fixate on it until it's done and that has that has been that has allowed me to be you know somewhat successful in my career over the last 10 years but it's also doesn't need to be applied to just my career if i you know I've kind of in the last couple of weeks decided like i am going to really make sure i cherish the relationships i have with the people around me yeah. realize how lucky i am and that i'm living in a place that i really feel like i belong again i didn't have that for many years i felt like i was a foreigner in a foreign country just there to do a job and now I have this sense of like, no, I actually, I, I connect with people on a way deeper basis here and a way deeper level. And so, yeah, I, you know, I will go as far as saying that lockdown three is probably the best thing that's ever happened to me because the evolution of when I first, we were first in lockdown, I did what Tom always does. I'm like, right, I'm going so to- you created a job by actually yeah. structuring your day, if you like. Yeah. What, and yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I went into overdrive and everything was so structured and whatever. And not to say, I'm not going to sit here and say that my days are not structured because they still are. 
but they're structured with a different purpose now where I'm structuring time where I'm not doing anything that's anything to do with my career. I'm making sure I'm structuring time for my relationships, for my family. I'm making sure that I'm structuring time for myself, doing things outside of my career that I like to do. And that's how I do things. And I think that's how my personality works, but I need to use that to my advantage in a different energy rather than the advantage of getting ahead in a career. Um, and yeah, I just think it's been just, I just, for me, one of my, the biggest goal I have right now is continuing to develop that, continuing to be okay with not working as much, being okay with putting an X amount of energy into, into work and into business and all that kind of stuff. And then letting it go once that time is done, then putting it down and saying that's enough. Yeah. And my biggest goal is to maintain that once the world opens up because I'm fully aware that this is a, this has been a great space of time for me to do that. You know, if we never had lockdown before, uh, you know, and that this thing had never happened, I may never have had that time to make really reflect on what I was doing. And anyone who knows me from before when I was in the States to when I came back to England, I talked a lot about it my behaviors didn't change. My behaviors stayed exactly the same as what they had been in the States that ultimately led me to a place where I wasn't very happy. When I got back here, I said, people, I'm going to take some time off. And all I did is I jumped straight back into work and I achieved a hell of a lot. And I've achieved a hell of a lot in the last like, you know, 10 months I've been back, but have I achieved the most valuable things that I could have been achieving? You know what I mean? Have I been putting enough time into my relationship with people? Have I been putting enough time into things that really do mean things to um, more to me now. Um, and that's what's going to be a big test for me when it comes to April 12th when the gym's open is going, yeah, I'm going to have this, this desire to go back to how I was and the gyms are open now. Now I've got that, I've got that system where I can go back into it and I know that works. But you can I remind- need a, a half decent personal assistant to make sure that you uh, stick to those goals. Yeah, I just need, I need well, again, I need to cherish the relationships around me and keep the people close who are going to keep reminding me of that. Who are going to keep talking. I, I feel comfortable talking to them about it and assessing it. And it's going to be something I work on on a daily basis for a long time because it's a change of behavior yeah. that is so set in stone right now that I'm going to have to really work hard at it and put the energy that I was putting into my career, my business into that now. And oh, yeah, I'm excited you're, about it. You're passionate about it. I can already hear it in your voice. I can yeah. hear it. You know, I can tell, by the way, even the way you've said it time and time again about you keep mentioning about your like, and I can just feel the passion like coming out of you now. I can see the shift. I yeah, I, know. I can see that you. That's what you really want now. Yeah, and you know, like you heard that out of your mouth before. Yeah, and you know, like if anyone who know has again known me for a long time, I was extremely passionate about tennis. I was extremely passionate about growing the business when I was running health clubs and all that kind of stuff. And then I was, I'm extremely passionate about nutrition and training and, and gyms. And so like you, you get me talking about that kind of stuff and I'll talk about it for hours and I'll be very passionate. I'll be animated about it. And I want to, I want to keep talking, but now my shift is going, actually, I want to talk about my relationships with people. I want to talk about how I feel and like nothing to do with nutrition and training and nothing to do with, um, the what I'm achieving in the gym or physique wise or like how my tennis game is doing or what, what my players are doing. I want to know, I want to be passionate about. Yeah, go out, I, take some photos, you know, go, go and have a 
drive out somewhere, find somewhere beautiful to walk, find a find a mountain to climb. <laughs> well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you this. So Friday was a big thing for me, which is crazy for people to be like, what the hell is this guy talking about? But like, I I went and I went over to Swanage and I did this walk uh, with my girlfriend and we took the whole afternoon. Again, like I would never normally do that. If it's a Friday afternoon, I should be working in my head. So I would normally be working. But Friday afternoon, we drove out to Swanage. We did this lovely walk, you know, down. I don't know what the 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 manor house is down there and you walk all the way down and you're just looking out at the ocean and, the, and and when you're looking at that there the ocean seems so vast and so big because you're not by the beach you're actually like out on the coast yeah and i just and you know that for me i was like wow this i i felt very passionate about where we were and like how lucky i was to be living in an area like this and that i'm from this area like the energy that i was feeling there was the energy I would normally feel when I'm achieving stuff in business and like, you know, I'm making more money or my clients are doing great or my players were, were achieving things. And it was like, do you know what? I'm actually just, I'm, that is, is giving me actually probably potentially more happiness right now being here, being able to enjoy this with her and, and take nice pictures and just be, be out there and yeah, and, and enjoy myself. And so. Love it. Look at the little look at his little face, Paul. Look at his little face. He looks so happy, doesn't he? Look at him. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out on the internet. <laughs> in like in like uh May when we're still doing this podcast and I go back to Manic Tom, I'm like nutrition training, everything. And I'll still be talking about that stuff because I absolutely love it. But if that is all I'm ever talking about, yeah. I, if that's all you ever talk about again, then me and Paul are doing the podcast on our own, yeah. <laughs> No, we'll be we'll be allowed to be within two meters. We're just kicking. We'll just get drunk, and then they'll just talk about other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's. I mean, again, like, I mean, that for me is more important than, you know, I've made a big physical change in lockdown. I'm very happy. I'm very proud of the physique that I've accomplished in lockdown. It may that means nothing compared to the other change I've made, the physical, the mental change I've made. So. Um, I would say, I'll go as far as saying that lockdown three has been the best thing that's ever happened to me, to be honest. And I did not think that that was going to be the case. And it's not just the lockdown. I think it's the each and every day just working a little bit harder at, at achieving what I feel, you know, and it's just those changing the behaviors and just changing the, the way I look at things, which has led to it, this time being being a really productive time for me. So, yeah. I'll pass it over to Paul now. Yeah, Paul, how have you been, my little honey bun? Yeah, yeah, good, thanks. Um, much, <laughs> much improved. Um, I, th- I think just like listening to both of you speak, and we spoke about it before the call, I think when you think back to where we were at the start of like lockdown three, I think we did a, you know, we did a couple of podcasts about things like mental health, and I know I spoke quite, openly at the time and it was quite sort of nerve-wracking admitting to people that I was I was in a pretty poor place um in terms of when this most recent lockdown kind of hit I think for me it came at completely the wrong time um but when I look at where I am now and again not just from business perspective obviously my business is kind of like started really started to to pick up and take off again which takes a lot of pressure off but when I just look at where I am in terms of like mentally, how I'm generally coping and a lot of the behavior changes that I've put in place um, and that I've stuck with, um, I think that's probably played the biggest 
difference for me so very much like like tom was saying it's it was an opportunity that i probably didn't view it as an opportunity at the time at the start but this lockdown has been an opportunity to address some of the areas that i've probably been neglecting and for me it was less um of a situation like tom's like tom like you said you, you were very much like fully into your business and very the blinkers were on, you know, you're like a racehorse that you, you couldn't see what was going either side of you focused on the target and, and away you went. I think because I'd, I'd worked like that for in the corporate world for, for quite some time when I went self-employed, I've, I've always been relaxed, probably at times maybe a little too relaxed with my time and my business because for the first time in 12 years, I'm, I don't have some bloke in a suit telling me that if I don't do better, that's it, I'm out of my ass. I'm like, fucking, my boss is brilliant now um he's a real top guy um i haven't worn like smart trousers for like two years nearly it's been beautiful i I don't even have shoes on today um you know and stuff like that so i've enjoyed a complete change of like pace and a complete change of lifestyle um without sacrificing obviously what i've highlighted from the offer the fundamentals of like my business you know in terms of sending in my my email daily posting daily on my social media and trying to engage and you know tick the boxes like we tell our clients to is a box ticking exercise but i knew for a fact going into lockdown the way that i was feeling the way that i was coping with things i'd been drastically neglecting a lot of my life um from a from a mental health perspective and unfortunately for me for a lot of people you see signs you it kind of builds and it gets to a point and you're sort of like now's a bit make or break I think what was unfortunate for for me and probably for a lot of people is the fact that 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 boiling point that 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 tipping point where it's about to really like spill over was like accelerated massively with a series of announcements in 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 the space of a few weeks you know we, we went from um you know oh we've got to do a four-week lockdown so that we can have a relatively normal christmas to okay yeah we've done that but we can't really have a normal christmas to oh and most places are now in tier four oh and now we're doing a minimum like three-month lockdown and that for me was like it, 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 I, I can't even really like put it into words because I'd been ignoring all of the signs that my body had been sort of saying that mate you're, you, you're not looking after yourself you're not taking time to to focus on you you're not taking enough time to help your your mind relax and to, to accept what was going on I was just I, I knew I knew things weren't great, so I was just filling my day with anything I could that would distract me, yeah. whatever it was. And and I was and I, I wasn't even structured. It was just a case of people be like, "Oh, can you help with this?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, fuck it, let's do it." And I was like spinning all these plates and taking on all this work and not really finishing any of it and not really doing probably a great job of any of it just because it was a distraction from the fact that I knew that if I took five minutes to sit in in silence. I'd become all too aware of like the mess that I'd created in my own head. Um, And I think, you know, I I was quite comfortable speaking on the podcast at the start of January saying, you know, I'd I'd had some really dark days in, in and around Christmas and life was, was not great. And when we went into the the lockdown officially in January, I wasn't a hundred percent convinced as to 
not even how well it was more a case of if i would come out of the other side of lockdown uh, and that's where that's where my head was at and i, I think for me the, the 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 thing that i've learned the best has been it's about our behaviors like our daily behaviors and and doing lots of small little things and we spoke on the on the the our little call that we had beforehand and Tom gave a great analogy that the, they had on a, on a podcast about um, a saying that the San Antonio Spurs have in their, their dressing room, which is about, um, you know, if somebody's trying to, to, to break a rock, basically like a stonemason is trying to break a rock, they'll hit it like 109 times and nothing will happen. And then the 110th time, bang, it, it splits in half. And it's, it's that consistent action that gets the result. And, and, again a phrase that i use with people is you know nobody's ever born an expert it takes constant dedication to doing the right things and continuously putting the work in even when you can't see the results happening you have to trust in the process and i i think that's the biggest thing that i've found that i have done myself this year not professionally because throughout all of it i've stuck to stuck to my guns you know i, I send my daily email and i'm well aware that my you know the way that I work is all about, you know, it's, it's engage with people, put good content out, get people on my email list, email them daily and they'll sign up. I mean, it took like nearly a year for my first person to sign up directly off an email. And it was like the best thing that had ever happened to me. And I'd sent like 360 emails <laughs> like to that point. And it's like, I could quite easily after the first few months have been, months have been like, oh, I've only got like 10 people on my email. 259 and go, oh, do you know what? I'm not going to do another one. <laughs> yeah. Um, whereas like my email list is like more than trebled and, and, and I'm getting good engagement and stuff from it. And it's, it's trusting that process. And that's the biggest change that I've made personally this year is trusting in the process of trying to fix it. And if not fixed, just better understand my own head. Um, doing things like journaling and meditating, like it, it I do it, journaling, has not been an every single day thing for me. There's some days where I don't do it. If I don't quite feel like I'm in the right space for it because of the journal I'm doing, it's quite structured. Sometimes I look at it and I just think I can't do it now. Um, so I'd rather do that when I feel in a better space for it, where I can write a bit more objectively. Um, but I meditate every day, once at least, ideally twice, normally first thing in the morning, last thing at night. Um, and I think just taking those short moments and it's only 10 minutes at a time but taking those short moments to just be in silence and just let my let my thoughts happen and acknowledge that they that they exist and let them pass and just take a bit of time for myself has done me the world of good that this year and when I look at you know not to blow my own trumpet I you know I, I anyone that knows me will know that I think I'm a pretty fucking awesome person um in general and giving myself any other reason to to think that is probably the last thing the world needs um and you can tell that my mental health is in a better place because my ego's kind of recovered from from all of the self-hate that it had to put up with it stuff my even my ego started to be like no maybe i'm not so great um and it's, starting to, it's starting to recover a bit now but like the the the, the thing that really like makes me I guess makes me feel proud of where I am is the fact that um you know I, I I'm not afraid to talk about my journey I self-referred in like October to like a mental health service to try and get some some kind of CBT and the waiting list was like three to six months and I've literally only just started it in the last three weeks and when I look at where I was because you have to do these assessments 
um, and you have to fill in these forms and they score you. And there's a number of different forms that you have to fill in to work out like how, what your anxiety is like, your depression, and if you're likely to self-harm and all this kind of stuff. When I look at my scores from when I self-referred and it was like, this guy's fucked. And then I look at them now and I've only just started therapy. And it's like uh, the, the progress that I've made by recognizing that stuff needed to change and taking a bit of ownership for it and just trusting the process and being like, this is completely new to me and I'm not going to feel the benefits from day one, No. Mm. but trusting the process and still doing it each day and getting to a point where it's become part of my routine. I feel like I've managed to ride a journey and, and where I was really fucking petrified going into lockdown thinking, great, like what's going to happen to my business? This is the third lockdown in like less than a year. Like how many more times can I build a business to lose it? Like what's going to happen to me like, mentally? Like my mental health was like fucked going into it, let alone, <laughs> let alone like worrying about it, breaking my mental health. I was like, well, fucking, how do I fix it? Um, you know, and, and I had all these sort of fears and concerns and then, to get to this point now, like like we said, we, we had a call beforehand and we were chatting and it's like, when you look at where we've all, where we were when we started this lockdown, even when we started the podcast, to be honest with you, like we were all like thought we were in good places there and you, and you listen to the podcast back and yeah, you hear us edging closer towards the lockdown and then you suddenly <laughs> realise that that we're all human and as, as happy as we are and as hard as we're working, like we're all struggling with shit. Um, but to see where we've all got to through just having that that faith and that trust in in following the, the process and doing the right things that uh, it, it literally blows me away and i can't speak highly enough for for anyone who's like listening to this if, if you've been struggling if you're not quite sure yourself if you're if you're a bit like you feel like you're teetering on the edge and that lockdown is like killing you slowly or equally if you're petrified about going back to the real world um and stuff like i cannot emphasize the benefits of just taking like take a step back and just allocate time for yourself each day even if it's like a couple of minutes five minutes like the benefit of it is so strong um and a part of me wants to be like how nice is it that in the uk that our biggest problem that we're that we've got at the moment is people being apprehensive about going back to normality in comparison to what other people in other countries have got to put up with like you look at you know, all of the the troubles that people who live in like Africa have to go with, go through in terms of, you know, struggles for just getting like basic human rights, like food and clean water and that kind of stuff. And equally the fact that there are people who live, you know, and they try and farm land that's really like not that fit for farming. And then just as they start. Did you see the Syrian children with all their toys out on the street trying to sell them because they've got yeah. no food? And, and you see all of this going on and it's like, <laughs> it's, it's crazy that. It's gotten about, hasn't it? Yeah. You know? And then, and then you sit there and you think, well, we're, we're, we're a bit worried about going back to normal life. And we're quite lucky that that's our biggest problem. But at the same time, like one thing I've learned about mental health is that everybody's problem to them is the biggest problem in the world. And yeah, there, there is there is no scope, for, in my opinion, there's no scope to be able to look at somebody else's problem and belittle it and be like, that's not a big deal. Because it might not be to you, but to that person, it could the smallest thing can, can completely consume you and can be enough to to drive you to the point of, of no return and i've i know that in comparison to other people across the globe the pro the problems and the the challenges and the battles that i've had over the last eight or nine months have been tiny but i also know like in comparison but i also know that to me in terms of how i was coping and dealing with it that it very nearly got the better of me and i think that all all that's helped uh, or not all that's helped but what's helped the most is is recognizing when when you're at that point and being 
being calculated enough to say this isn't right and to try and do something about it and, and yeah. to just stick with it even if it feels like it's really listen to your body and listen to your, your you also listen to your language you're using every day yeah you know, your internal narrative I can't cope. I've got. I'm not feeling well. I'm whatever. All this. If you if you're constantly saying negative negative stuff, there's something not right. Yeah. Every, everyone's perception is their own reality, right? So whatever you perceive the situation to be, that's the reality you live in. And so, yeah. like for example, like when I use the the Friday afternoon walk, like for most people, they were like, "What? That that's that's not a big deal. Like, what's big deal, Tom? You went for a walk on a Friday afternoon." But in reality, in my own reality, that was a massive deal for me. It was a massive step in the right direction. It was a massive achievement that I was able to get my mind to enjoy that time and not to stress about the fact that I felt like I should be doing some work or trying to focus on something that was going to, you know, make me achieve more later. And I think, you know, it's, you know, Paul, like listening to, to what, you, what you said there, it's like, I think I heard a really, really good way to put it a long, long time ago. And it's like, you know, let's say you set a goal for six weeks, right? Regardless of what that goal is, hopefully without, you know, without being too pessimistic in that six weeks, it's going to happen no matter what. So why not spend those six weeks doing something and working towards something that's actually going to make you happier and feel better about your situation. And maybe potentially you have something you'd never had before than sit there and wish you had this thing or sit there and be scared to try to do it. Like for me, you know, this whole lockdown thing, it was always in the back of my mind that how long can I keep with, keep up these behaviors? How long can I keep, keep working at this pace and it not fall on its face? And the scary thing was to accept that, that, Hey, look, you are going to have to find a way to find a balance. You're going to have to find a way to, to keep, relationships strong in your life that are going to be more important and blah, blah, blah. Right. And, but I could have spent the the last three months not working towards that, but I didn't, I, I spent the last three months day by day, changing my behaviors very slowly over time. And then like, like all three of us have done. And now we can make this podcast where we're saying, Hey, look, we're not the finished product. We are not yeah. by any means. Are we, are we at the finish line? We're just saying, Hey, look, we're, we're taking us with you, <laughs> yeah. And we're taking a step back, and we're reflecting on the time we have spent, and already we're seeing these big changes in ourselves. Now, again, and like my my brain goes into like, watch what I can do in another three months. Yeah, <laughs> watch what I can do in another six months. Right, and but now it's not like watch what I can do in business. It's now like watch the kind of person I'm going to be in six months. You know, look how happy I'm going to be in six months because now I've started to make that change and i can see it's working but like the first two or three weeks of me doing it i don't think anything happened yeah. but i stuck to it because i believed that was something i wanted and i stuck to it and it's like you know listen to business podcasts where they say like you know for the first two years of a business it's not go it's probably not going to be profitable but if it's something you love doing at some point if you put in that time day in day out and you're consistent enough and you get and you, you by doing being consistent enough you'll get good at it at some point it will be profitable at some point you will probably make some money from it and whatever but the key is to be consistent and to get better and better at it no matter what it is whether it's in a gym whether it's mental health whether it's a business and not to just if it doesn't work for two weeks try something different like give yourself enough time to, to make those behaviors actually become a part of something that you can then see physical change you know or mental change 
think I think you guys, you know, for, for both of you, really, yeah, I think you're going to be great advocates for when you know when things do open up and stuff like that. Not necessarily in the gym, but I think in general, I think you're going to be great advocates for guys who are going to go who are going through stuff like this because men don't talk. Yeah. And I think we need to get them talking. I think that we need to get them being honest about how they feel and having realistic goals about having more time with their family and stuff like that. They don't talk about it. So I I think we should save that and we should do a podcast about that. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Men's mental health. And I think we should reach out to a few people and ask them to give us their story. Obviously, we won't use names, but Mm. I think that would be very, very valuable. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I think we should sure. definitely do that. And I think it's really cool. I think it's important for us to stay again. Like, honestly, we know we have you know we have people watch, listening to this now, and like we may not be the biggest podcast in the world yet. Um, but <laughs> if you, if people do listen to this and they generally can relate to what we're saying, and they maybe haven't started their journey yet, there were people that helped us start this journey i had lots of people in my life well i had a, a select few people in my life that really allowed me two of them are in this podcast that allowed me to take a step back and go actually do you know what i need to change my behaviors and i couldn't have done it without these the people in my life so if you need someone we're here you know we're here if you need to if you need a chat and just vent and just have a clear perspective on it 100 percent. okay well listen we're nearly out of time i'm um, Let's just say hi to Paul's dog and um, bye to everybody else. And uh, but yeah, so we will be touching on men's mental health. I think I'd really like to do that. So anyone listening to this, if you are a man, um, please get in touch with us um, with your story because we'd really like to share it with the world. But um, guys, speak to you soon. Love you both. Bye, people. Peace out, people. Cheers. 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 <laughs>